0: And this is the podcast, Go Be Great. There's no such thing as TMI here. So let's chat, meet amazing humans, and have conversations about life, confidence, and more without the filter. Come hang weekly as I shed light on the topics we often feel we need to hide as we celebrate the ebbs and flows of learning what being great really looks like. Buckle up, buttercups, and let's go be great together. This show is brought to you by Female Alliance Media, by women, for women. Hey, I'm Amanda Gurman, host of the Honest as a Mother podcast. Join me every week to have an open and honest conversation about what motherhood is actually like. Let's ditch the perfect mom persona and let moms everywhere know that they're not alone. Listen each week on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hello, hello. Welcome back. I am so happy that you're here. This week is going to be a fun episode because it's my birthday, and I can't think of a better way to celebrate my birthday than with you all. So thank you so much. Also, thank you for all the love on the Mother's Day episode. I had an absolute blast reading my mom all the messages and showing her All the story tags and the voice notes and everything. So sharing that with her was really great. And sharing her with you all was really great. So I'm so happy to hear that so many of you resonated with things that she said. Or mamas out there got some good tips from the things that she was saying. So that was just a blast. And I'm definitely going to have to have her come back. um, Hopefully with my sister next time for another Mother's Day episode. Or just some like fuck around type episode, you know. Um, But first, I wanted to say that there's going to be some things mentioned from before, like episodes that I was like, hey, uh, hold off on this. More on this to come later. And that wasn't to be annoying. It was because I really wanted to dive into it more in this episode because I'm going to have a little moment of reflection on my 34th year because I turned 35 today. And I know I mentioned before that It was kind of messing with me a little bit. So we're going to get into all those reasons why, how I'm kind of coming out on the other side of shaking myself off of it. You can't see me right now, but I'm shimmying, shaking my cheese into the microphone here. Um, But let's talk about what we've been watching. I am so hype for Vanderpump's finale. And I saw Lala's stories where she was like, if you thought you hated Sandoval and Raquel or Rachel before you just wait. I am just eating it up. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner. Now, it airs on Wednesday night. Wednesday, right? I think it, I think it airs Wednesday. Um, so, I'm going to have to be recording this episode and unpacking it all next week for next week's episode. And I know there's like a lot. I'm sure there's going to be more than one part of the finale, right? Or the reunion. Sorry, the reunion. So, I feel like it'll still be worthwhile to chat about because I got lots of feelings. And lots of opinions about all of this. So, as I'm scrolling through my Instagram stories, I can tell that a lot of you are just as invested as I am. So let's fucking talk about it. What else to have? A, what other reason to have a mic besides to talk about Bravo type shit, right? So I am all in on Vanderpump. It's Bravo in general, Housewives in general, but Vanderpump is really top tier uh, Bravo television right now. Also, I have been watching The Great on Hulu. It came back for season 3. I forget when it was released. I think it was last week. However, listen, I have a thing for 18th century shows. I don't know what it is, but I'm like really into it. Bridgerton, sign me up. Uh this The Great which we're talking about Peter the Great and um Queen Catherine. So, I am just been eating it up and I'm I'm loving it. And it's so raunchy and hilarious but also really dramatic, so it's a good show. Highly recommend it if you have not already watched it. And what a better gift than to have the Vanderpump for my birthday, the Vanderpump finale and SVU crossover episode with Organized Crime. Thank you so much, Marishka. I know that you probably did this for my birthday, and um, it's only a matter of time until we're friends. So thank you so much for the best birthday gift ever. Um, I'm being dramatic. Those of you that can't read sarcasm through this audio, I'm obviously not claiming to be friends with her in my head I feel like we would be though anyway so that is just a little bit of what has been in my queue I'm also really enjoying of course we can do hard things my favorite murder is my favorite true crime podcast it's a true crime comedy podcast so any other like true crime type I love crime junkie I love dark history is another really good one I have a bunch but if you have any that you also want to recommend send them over send them my way because I can't get enough of true crime bonus points if it's about cults because cults are the most fascinating thing to me um so send them all over because I'm here for it so let's dive in splash splash in cannonball if you will into the good old reflection I do love a moment where you can really reflect on everything that happens in a year because as cheeseball city as it sounds so much happens in a year and We really become so many different versions of ourselves throughout life that it's really cool to just pause. And I'm going to be talking about pausing a lot in this episode. So for starters, like I mentioned before, turning 35 is really has been kind of a mind fuck for me. My mom did tell me that some ages are just different and hit different and are weirder to navigate than others. This one specifically, I think just because... The world has ingrained in us so much that certain milestone, I'm using air quotes, milestones of life need to be hit by certain time frames. And, you know, I'm not married. I don't have kids. And I'm not necessarily saying I really, really want to dive into that immediately or I'm going to rush anything at all. But it is a little bit like, huh, should I be doing, should I? First off, immediately wrong. We should all over ourselves constantly. But I know it's the patriarchy and capitalism at its finest, rearing its ugly head. And ultimately, I couldn't be more grateful for this time. These last few years, especially since I turned 30, these last four years um, have been truly transformative for who I am as a person. And I don't say that in any type of cocky or condescending way. I say it in a way that's been just as beautiful as it's been exhausting and really hard and really emotional and at times has felt really lonely. But I could not be happier entering my 35th year. And don't even get me started on the math because some people are saying like you already you already are completing your 35th year and your strength. Don't just don't, okay? Please don't. But this year I have really been very intentional about living in my truth and living in the work. And I again, I know I mentioned this before in another episode about self-work burnout being a thing. And I have really been very intentional about living life in what I have learned so far. I want to walk in it. I want to immerse myself in it. I want to become more aware of it. And how is that going to show up in my life? How is this work that I've been doing on myself and this time to myself really going to show up in my life both now and how do I want it to look for the future? And it's a combo of the art of not giving a fuck and doing shit and fucking around and finding out. So it's kind of a mix of both of those things. I don't want this to come off as anything I say in this episode as if not caring is cool. Not caring isn't cool. You just become more aware of yourself and more trusting in yourself and rooted in who you are and trusting your decisions and everything else that you choose to do that a lot of the stuff just becomes quieter and you don't really care about other people's opinions or you don't really care about what is fueling you or what you thought was fueling you I'm sorry that really isn't it's not It's not that deep. You know what I'm saying? So I want to get into all of those things and what that has looked like for me in this past year. And I really hope that this lands for somebody listening in a way that maybe gives you permission to also pause and to be grateful for this version of yourself right now. Because we are living in this hustle culture where we constantly feel like we need to be chasing the next best thing or we need to be constantly working on ourselves in reaching this some type of next level of growth. And growth is going to happen in all of the small moments. It's not necessarily going to be in these really big moments that are like immediately transformative. And when you learn to slow down, I have learned this year, when you slow down and become extremely present and you work on that, you really notice that life is going to give you opportunities to acknowledge how you want to show up and how you want to think and how you want to be so much, all the time. It's constant, really. And that's such a beautiful thing, and what a gift, right? What a gift that we're here in this moment to experience these things if we're just brave enough to pause. And I say brave because in a world where you are constantly being told what to do, what to be, how to be, what's good, what's bad, how should you look, you being able to block all that noise out and get in touch and get really quiet with yourself takes a lot of courage. And it, it's scary it's scary. there's moments where it feels really lonely to sit with these thoughts and some of these thoughts are really scary and things that you don't really want to admit about yourself that like oh that's an ugly truth I don't even like that about me let me try and you know manipulate myself into thinking it and putting a spin on it like now you gotta sit with your ugly sit with your ugly and your dark and your shadowy shit all around the table and Learn from it. It's not something that you need to steer your ugly head from. Well, your beautiful ass head, I should say. But like rear its ugly head to make it into a negative so that you start to shame spiral. But it's a way that let them show up. And I say them as in like the shadows and the darkness and like that icky stuff. Let the ick show up for you and try and teach you something instead of trying to manipulate it into something that it's really not. Sometimes it is what it is. Like sometimes you're the problem. I'm sometimes I'm the problem. Sometimes I'm the toxic one. Sometimes you're the toxic one. Like there's always going to be opportunities to learn and I think that getting more comfortable in that discomfort has been really life-changing. So, that is what I have been working on in my 34th year. I wanted to live in it. I wanted to explore what it's going to look like. I really started with something small. So for me, the first step when I turned 34 is like, I really wanted to stop, apologize for feeling or feeling like I needed to constantly explain myself to people. Like for what, you know? Yes, of course, I think it's important to communicate your feelings, communicate why you are feeling some that way and work on a healthy, building healthier relationships from that, of course. But you also don't have to apologize for expressing yourself because in doing that, You're convincing yourself that you aren't worthy of taking up space. And I don't mean space in the physical sense. Sure, taking up space in the world and feeling like you don't have to change your body is one thing. But I'm talking about the space in other people's lives. You are not an inconvenience when you want to speak on something that's bothering you or speak up when you want there to be a change or when you want to hold a boundary or anything. That's not a bad thing. You're not wrong for feeling. And if anyone makes you feel that way, then they shouldn't be in your life, in my opinion, in the first place. Because I have definitely had situations where I speak on how I'm feeling, I try and hold a boundary, and somehow it gets twisted into I'm the wrong one. (laughs) And that's when those scissors come out. Like, snip, snip, bitch. If you did not, if we're not going to match up on our moral compass like that, we have nothing left to talk about. Because if you, if other people want you in their lives, they're not gonna hand you the scissors to cut a loose because that's really hard for me to do too because I like people. I like holding on to people probably longer than I should. So learning this year what is gonna fuel me really started with not apologizing for my feelings and also paying really close attention to my nervous system. Our nervous systems are gonna talk to us well before our brains do. So your body is constantly talking to you all the time. You're listening to its cues. You're under, you're, you also have to like get to know your body's cues because I'm, if you're like me, you spent a bunch of your life, like your body was the wrong one. So learning how to trust it is also very courageous because it's always trying to talk to you. So for example, when something feels wrong to me, I'm either mentally and physically completely drained from interactions with certain people, places and things, all the nouns really, Or I hold it in my chest or in my stomach or in my shoulders. Those are the three key points where I'm like, oof, I'm feeling this in my body and it doesn't feel good. Let me sit with this and unpack it and talk to it. Like, what's what you got to talk about? Chest, not just the cheat cheese, but like, why is this feeling heavy for me right now? And is this something that I can have responsibility of changing? And I don't mean that in a way of trying to change people. I have learned the hard way time and time again that I cannot be the fixer and I cannot be the changer. So when those moments come up where I feel like I'm in that role with somebody and I'm not being heard or the things that I'm saying are getting twisted to fuel somebody else's delusion, you got to let them have it sometimes. And I have definitely learned that this year. And I mean the change, what do I have responsibility for to change in actively sticking up for myself my sister told me this tidbit bless her heart thanks Lauren so much um this is like such a sister pep talk but she said as you start sticking up for yourself it feels wrong at first like I felt like I was such a bitch like I feel like I'm wrong I'm the bitch I'm the mean I'm the bad guy but really it's because I've never I don't really have much practice in doing that so at first it feels wrong and then as you practice it, you start to build that trust within yourself in ways that I didn't even know was possible. I didn't know that I could feel that way after speaking my truth and sticking up for myself in a way that's not so accusatory, directed, and aggressive. And I have really f- tried to learn this year how to lead with compassion and care and love when it comes to having those hard conversations because there, it's one thing to be honest, it's another thing to be a bitch. You, you can just be. No one said that honesty had to be mean. Honesty doesn't mean hurt. Like, oh, this is just a hard truth. Like, no, you're delivery, bitch. You could tell me that I'm fucking up. Please hold me accountable. I have learned that accountability in both reciprocating circumstances is such a love language and. I want you to hold me accountable, but I want you to hold me with love. I want you to hold me with care, not with shame and guilt and bullshit, not by talking behind somebody's back, not by, you know, doing it in an ugly way. Um, I think that there's such beauty in surrounding yourself in circumstances, people, jobs, whatever it may be, where you can trust that in a room where you're not in, that you're going to be spoken to and had your back with care. So I think that was really important for me this year and things, of course, like circumstances had come up where in professionally, personally, anything that I needed to kind of stick up for myself a little bit more and draw that line in the sand and say, can you meet me here? And when somebody's actions are constantly being met with resistance, then you know it's time to go and sticking up for myself in that way and what I'm going to tolerate in my life has been really empowering and really fucking hard this year specifically. So I encourage you that if you are noticing patterns in yourself, whether it's mentally, physically, uh, when your body's trying to talk to you after you interact with certain people or go to certain places and you feel just drained from it afterwards, noticing those patterns and then also having the courage to break it because you're gonna thank your future self. It's okay to say no. It's okay to stick up for yourself and remove yourself from situations that don't make you feel great or where you don't feel respected. And as soon as that happens, now that just seems like a deal breaker. But it's true. It's okay to have those deal breakers. And when you are given plenty of opportunities to communicate your needs and you feel like they're not being met in any circumstance, it's okay to walk away. Making decisions that are really hard for you are... Not easy by any means. And I feel like we're not taught how to do that enough. But just know that every time you are choosing yourself and honoring yourself, you are building a trust and a true living within you and how you're showing up that no one can take away from you. Every time, however, you do say yes when you want to say no or you make decisions that are gonna please other people instead of yourself, that's an act of self-betrayal every single time, in the little ways and the big ways. So in order to do these things, and like not just talk about it, but be the fuck about it, like be that bitch, (laughs) um, I think that I just needed to make the decision that I don't need anyone else's permission or support, I just need me, and I have known that for a while, but I think putting it into action has made a world of difference. Like, I used to think that I wanted to do these things. Like, for example, writing a book. Hey, <laughs> my book is coming out, or I'm I'm co-author on a book, Body Bliss, Volume 2. It's coming out at the end of this month uh, for pre-order, hopefully, fingers crossed, Um, either end of this month or soon after. And if you told me in on my 34th birthday that I would be a published author by my 35th birthday, I would have laughed in your face. And that's not because... Like, oh, I can't I can't do it. It's always been a really big dream of mine to be an author in some capacity, in some realm, however the stars were going to align. I always have really loved writing. I've loved journaling, and I really wanted to be an author. And even if everybody was like, yeah, okay, we'll see that. We'll see that when it happens. I always wanted to kind of do it. And I think that this time in my life, this last year has really manifested in a way where I am so grateful to have this time by myself because your 20s are such a shit show. Anybody who's in their 20s right now and you feel like it's it's a mess and you're all over the place, it's supposed to be, bitch. It's, you are exactly where the fuck you're supposed to be. Please do not feel like you need to have everything figured out by the time you are 20 something or by the time you're 30. 30s have been the best decade of my life so far, and I think it's because you just really kind of come into your own, and you realize what you're going to tolerate, what you're not, what feels good to you, what doesn't. You kind of just come into your own in a new way, and I think that each decade does that in such an awesome way in life that uncovers a new layer of who you are. So do not stress. Please take this. I'm taking my own advice, too, on this, that... There are no fucking timelines in life, and some of your best moments and biggest accomplishments are going to happen when they're supposed to happen, and you already have everything within you. It is already yours to claim. You just got to go and do the damn thing. So equal parts this year have been stepping up, being that bitch, like not talking about it, but just also being about it, but also matched with like, fuck around and find out. Like, let me see what this, what this is like. Um, if you told me that I would have been confident enough to even sit here in front of a mic solo and talk to you all, I don't know if a year ago I would have agreed with that, but I think that it's just like, let me just do it because there is so much fun and learning that happens in that messy middle part where we just constantly think whenever we want to do something a lot of the times I have been held back because I wasn't sure if I was going to be good at it and spoiler alert no one is just automatically great at something when they first start out. Everyone is always going to have those cringy moments those fuck ups that you're failing forward because you're learning so many things. I am talking with my hands so intensely right now. I'm starting to sweat. Let me go turn on my fan. Be right back. Okay, I'm back. Oh, wow, really need to cool off. Thank you so much. Um, this is going to sound weird because I paused the recording and got up, but it's probably going to sound like it's just straight through for you. So hopefully that's not confusing. Anyway, back to your regularly scheduled program. So like I was saying, there are no timelines. Some people's greatest accomplishments have happened in their 40s, 50s, 60s, 70s. There is so much more to life, and society wants to make us feel like life ends in so many aspects once you turn 30 or once you, you know, get married or have kids or do all these things. Like, no, the fuck it doesn't. Life looks different, sure. Life looks different all the time. But you are still you. You're still you before you became X, Y, and Z. You're still you before you became a mother. You're still you before you went through that really tough circumstance. You're still you before you took on any other role, like fill in the blank here. There is still a person inside of you who has everything they already need to get whatever the fuck they want out of life. The difference is you just got to be brave enough to go out and fucking do it and just start. I'm dropping a lot of F-bombs. I'm so sorry, kids. I'll put a dollar in all of your swear jars. But... I think you just need to, like, just start just doing something. And even if you're not sure if it's something you're going to like doing, just start. I truly wasn't sure if I was going to like doing this with you all, but now I really love it. And it's, like, so cathartic and therapeutic that I can't imagine not doing it. And I actually want to do it more. So let's just claim it. So, for example, big dreams, I used to, like, keep these to myself, but I think talking about it makes it normal for other people to, like, not be afraid to dream big. And I would love to be a speaker. I want to be not just on a, on this mic, but on a stage talking to a group of humans that might need help in some type of direction to know that they are amazing and remember who the fuck they are. Because somewhere along the line, in some capacity, the world has, for, has let them forget who they are. So being a speaker would be a huge dream of mine. I want to write a full book on my own someday and... For now, I'm really going to celebrate that chapter, though, because that took a lot of vulnerability, a lot of hard truths, and it was an absolute blast to write. And I am so grateful for that opportunity. And I can't wait to have that get into all of your hands. And that's just one example of something this year that I'm really proud of, Two, that I had the confidence or even if I didn't, I just went for it because my first feeling in my body was to jump at the opportunity and say Yes. That was my first thought. I trusted it fully. And yes, there were times where I was writing down things in that chapter. And even after I submitted it, God bless Andrea. She is also um, one of the CEOs of The FAM, the Female Alliance Media, who I'm connected with for this podcast. And she's the lead author on Body Bliss Volume 2. And I'm going to have her on this podcast to talk more about this, but... She just led with such compassion when I had those moments of spiral, like, I want to take everything back. I don't want to share these things. These are things, intimate thoughts and feelings that I've had through several avenues and chapters of my life and stages in my life where I don't want to share with anybody because I'm embarrassed by it or because you know, maybe no one else is gonna understand what I'm saying or someone else is gonna interpret it differently than what I mean it and ultimately that's not my responsibility. I wanted my responsibility to be my truth and that is exactly what I have in writing and in page form printed in a book and if that even lands for somebody, somebody to say, wow, I see myself in these pages and knowing that there's a life outside of that is something that I really wanted for this year. So that was a big goal. I'm really grateful for it. And that experience was amazing. So reflecting on it is extra special. In that same breath, I think there's that duality piece, which is gonna be a whole other episode in and of itself because I really love diving into duality. I think that that's where true happiness can live in that duality and true grace within yourself. But you really have to ask yourself this hard question. Because this question I've asked myself multiple times and each time it is a good way to shift where I'm at or what I'm doing. Are you committed to walking in your truth this life or is it something you're just interested in? And I think for a while I was learning things. I was really interested in learning more, but I wasn't feeling that commitment piece. And this year I committed. I have too big of an ass to do anything half-assed. I went full ass into walking the walk. Being that bitch and letting the people who I know are meant to be around me and the places that I meant to be and the tables I meant to sit at, the rooms I meant to be in, I'm going to be there. And trusting that the universe is going to have my back in every aspect of that has made life so much more fun. We forget to play. There's so much joy and life worth living when we play And somewhere along the lines in adulthood, we have all these responsibilities, of course, and these tasks and these roles that we play and these jobs that we have and these responsibilities we have, but also giving yourself permission to play. And that can also be one of your responsibilities. Just have a fun-ass time just to have a fun-ass time. Don't worry about looking silly. Don't worry about what anybody else is going to think or what that play is going to look like for anybody else besides you. Do you want to dance around in your underwear all around your house listening to great music? Do it. Do you want to try a new hobby? Do it. Go for it. Try it. Anyone who looks down upon or has any type of judgment on somebody doing something for either self-exploration or for joy has a miserable relationship with themselves and their opinions have everything to do with their relationship with themselves and have quite literally nothing to do with you. So just go and do it, you know? I guess... Ultimately, this year, I am really proud of this version of myself. I do feel like I have grown and changed in a lot of ways. And I'm excited for the future and what it's to bring. And I am really leaning back on trusting how I'm going to walk it. The decisions that I'm going to be presented with, I have full trust that I will make the best one for me, regardless of what that looks like for anybody else. And I just hope that for everyone. I hope that you give yourself your permission to pause and to walk and to breathe and to live in the growth that you've already had because you don't need to just constantly keep growing and learning to the next thing because you don't ever really become that person fully unless you're putting it into practice in your everyday life. And like I said earlier in this episode, life is going to present so many opportunities every day for you to show up as that person that you want to be if you're just brave enough and have the courage enough to pause and listen and be present and act accordingly and practice that because we've practiced the opposite for so long that that's become ingrained in us and in order to unlearn and relearn anew you got to put it into action don't just talk about it be about it so I hope that you also will be able to acknowledge the things that are going to feel right and true and warm for you and go after it and do it and make time for play And make time for not taking yourself too seriously and not feeling like you need to constantly be on that hamster wheel of growth. You got this. You always have it within you because you are you and you just need to go and get it. It's already within you. Claim it and go do something about it. Thank you so much for spending my birthday with me, and I'm feeling all the love in this community that we are building, and please don't stop sharing or DMing me. All of the things I'm not going to stop reminding you as, as annoyed as you might get, but my DMs are always open. Lube up and slide on in because I love hearing how you're listening what is resonating with you and all of the beyond. And we are just getting started, bitch. And I hope that something that I shared today resonated with you or maybe it was just the pep talk that you needed to give your head a little bit of a shake or a little smack on your ass to just go and do the things or to give yourself a smack on the ass to pause and block out the noise because that's really all it is, is just noise. Don't forget, shake your ass, go be great.